Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetic Awakening. So in today's episode, we'll be talking about something that I feel like we've all thought about at some point in our lives, which is the dream life, quotations around the dream life. (laughs) And I feel like we've all seen it on TV, social media, or even from like our family and friends. I feel like we're always told that the dream life is all about having a big house or a fancy car or six figure income or whatever it is. And I feel like I always think to myself, is that really what the dream life is all about? And I feel like in this episode, I just really, really want to explore the idea of what the dream life is and how it's different for everyone and why it's so important and vital to chase after your own version of the dream life and not feel influenced by society, by your family, by your friends, by TV, social media, all these external factors and how to truly figure out what your own dream life looks like to you and how to start embracing that and living out your own dream life. So let's get into it. So in one of my previous episodes, I believe it was the one titled Finding Your Own Path. And in that episode, I went kind of into detail about finding your own path in life and how everyone's path is different and how to not conform to society. And I kind of gave like tips and tricks on how I found my own path in life and like kind of like little things that helped me find my own individual path. So if you want to go listen to that episode, that one is kind of trickled along into this one. But in this one, I kind of want to emphasize and steer more into this quotation dream life that everybody tries to pursue because I feel as if we all have different values, we all have different goals, we all have different aspirations in life. And what might be a dream life to one person might not be a dream life for another. And some people might be content with a simple life while others might crave that adventure, that excitement, while even others might crave being rich and being famous and having all that in their life but some people want simple lives and that's okay too and I feel as if it's so what's the word I'm looking for it's just not the simple life is not looked at as this dream life which is so annoying and I feel as if you're not striving for this dream life that everybody else is striving for I feel like it makes you look as if you're not successful or you're deemed as not successful just because you're not following this version of dream life that everybody sees as that version of dream life. You know what I'm saying? So I I just, it just gets me so annoyed because I feel like, I, I just feel like everyone just has such different lives and it's like, why does everyone see this dream life as the only option in life like it's not the only option there's so many options to life there's so many versions there's no blueprint to life and that's the thing it's so annoying that society has made it that there's this version of dream life where 
either you become rich and famous or you go to college, you get a really good job and work up the corporate ladder and get like have a six figure income and all that stuff or whether it's your family projecting to you their dream lives and that's their version of it and if you don't follow that oh you're not successful and it's just so annoying because it's like why is that deemed as the dream life like why is riches and materialism or just a lot of money like why is that deemed as the dream life why can't a simple life be deemed as the dream life why does a simple life why is a a simple life deemed as like they're they're not doing anything with their lives or oh you're a bum you're you're not successful or you're not doing anything with your life and it's like why just because I'm not living the life that you want me to live you know so I just, I just want to talk about how our personal experiences, our background, our perspectives shape what we consider to be our own dream life. And once again, I talked about this in the previous episode about finding your own path, how we all have truly our own paths and with along with us having our own path in life i feel like that also adds into the idea of or adds into the concept that we all have our own versions of this dream life and this dream life that society tv social media loved ones deem as dream life is not the same version of our dream life and I feel as if as if we didn't if we never had this like typical or like version of dream life of like riches and fame and all this stuff I feel like we would truly have so much open-mindedness and so much more creativity to creating our own dream lives because we wouldn't feel influenced by all these external factors. We wouldn't feel influenced by the world or we wouldn't even have this fear of pursuing what we wanted to pursue. Like let's say for an example, um, like let's say, like I remember the other day um, I was talking to my or not the other day, but I remember I was talking to my little sister about like dream lives and like not dream lives, but I was like talking to her about what she wanted to do with her life. She had told me that she wanted to be a teacher. And I remember, I remember thinking to myself like, wow, that's so amazing. Like that she wants to be a teacher because like society just makes you feel sometimes that if you don't get a job that's super high paying that it's not successful and I remember my dad saying something along the lines of yeah like that's a really good job but like it would be basically signifying that it would probably be better to get a job that has more money and has more consistency And it's like, I understand that perspective because that is everyone's perspective. Like, no, you need to get a job that's stable because if you get a job, 
with like if you get a job that's low paying you're always going to be struggling and you're never gonna you know you're never gonna have this riches and all of this stuff and it's like I don't know I think back to it I think about the whole concept and I'm just like like I understand where he's coming from because of course you want your loved one to be stable and have a job that's stable and live this life of luxury you know but at the same time it's like money isn't everything money is not everything and coming from a capricorn and if you don't know anything about astrology capricorns are all about working and money and they love money and trust me i love money don't get me wrong i love my money but i feel like i've come to this point in life now that i've realized that money is not everything and a lot of my life i feel like i've always been chasing money I've, I started working at the age of 17. Yeah, I believe I started working at the age of 17. And I've always worked full time. Even when I was in high school, I worked full time because I would work every single day after school. And then plus I would work weekends. Well, I don't think we were allowed to work full time since I was that young, but I would, you know, finesse a little bit and pick up some extra hours and then be like, what? I didn't know I went overtime. But since the age of 17 I've been working and I've been striving so much for like money and riches and all this stuff and I feel like I'm at the point of my life now where I've finally started to question what does my version of dream life look like like put to the side what your family is telling you put to the side what society is telling you put to the side what you deem as the dream life based on everyone else's external version of it and truly ask yourself the question, what does the dream life look like for me? Like, let's say, imagine yourself five, 10 years from now. If someone asked you five, 10 years from now, if you could have, if you could envision your dream life, like you, you have everything you've ever wanted what does that truly look like? And I'm not saying everything you've ever wanted in the sense of everything society tells you to want. I'm not saying like the big house. Oh, I want a Lamborghini, like a Ferrari, like all, all these expensive cars. Like if that is your version of the dream life, okay, cool. But I feel like for a lot of people, like truly thinking about what does the dream life life look like for me it just makes you truly evaluate your whole life. And I feel like that's what it did did for me because I got to this point where I was like, money isn't everything, you know? Every time that I was working a full-time job, even though, yes, I had really good money, I was living my best life. I was getting my nose done all the time, lashes done. Like, I had all these luxuries. I could buy whatever, like, you know, like, I wasn't like overwhelmed about money because, you know, I had money to spend. I was working a lot, but my life was so, so, so depressing. Like I was, the the times that I was working the most in my life, I was the most depressed that I've ever been in my entire life. I remember when I was in college, I was working a full-time job. I remember as soon as my freshman year of college, I was working, I was going to college full time in person. And then on top of that, I was working at 
this Marriott hotel as a front desk receptionist, like the front desk clerk. And I was working 40 hours a week and I was full-time school, full-time college student. And I was grinding, bro. Like I was grinding. Like nobody could tell me anything because I was like, yeah, I'm that girl. But then I remember one day, like one day, and this is so funny because I hope, well, I don't know if she's going to listen to this, but um, I remember one day, but if you are listening to this, hey, Kelly, this is for you. But I remember one day at the hotel, I was working with my coworker, Kelly, and I remember because she was part time and she also went to college. And I remember she came in one day and she was like, and this is the day that I feel like opened up my mindset to it all because I feel like, okay, okay, let me, let me, I have so much to say. I'm so excited. Okay. So I feel like, especially if you're, if you're in a family who they grew up poor, like if you're in a family who grew up, like if you grew up in a poverty family, like if you grew up poor, I feel like because I grew up poor and I have this fear of not having enough money. Like I have this fear when it comes to money and I have, I've realized now after, you know, years that I have this fear with money and I just crave money so much because I experienced what it was to not have money growing up. So I feel like now I crave it so much that it's like this unhealthy relationship with money. Anyways, but I remember I didn't even realize this until the day that Kelly came into work and I was working, I was a full-time college student. I was working full-time and I was so proud of that. Like, mind you, I was so proud of this. Like, I was like, yeah, I go to college full-time and I'm a full-time like worker. Like, you can't tell me anything. I'm over here grinding. What are you doing? Sitting at home doing nothing? Like, what are you doing? Working part-time and you're complaining that you don't have enough time to go to the, oh, because I was also going to the, like working out during that time too. So I was like, you're complaining about working out when I have a full-time job and go to school full-time? Like, come on, get out of here, you know? So I was like, I had like an ego through the roof, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm a hard worker, this, this, and that. And I was so proud of it. And I remember one day Kelly came into work and she was like, <laughs> she was like, she was like, oh my God, you're working again? And I was like, yeah, girl, like I work full time. And I like, you know, me saying my little spiel, like I was like, I work full time and I go to school full time. Oh, no, no. And she was like, she was like, oh my God, you're working again? Because I think that was like my fourth or fifth shift of the week. It was like back to back to back. And I was so fucking tired. Oh my God, I was so tired. <gasps> me drained and depressed, but me over here like, yeah, I'm a hard worker. But I remember... Um, she came in and she was like, oh my God, you're working again. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, Melissa, don't you go to school full time? And I was like, yeah, I do. Like me over here, I'm proud of it. I'm like, yeah, I do. And she was like, what the heck? She was like, why do you work full time? And I was like, what do you mean? And in my head, I was like, how don't you work full time? Like I was so confused as to how some people worked part time and how they still had money to afford everything. Like I was so confused by that because my con, once again, your concept of money, like your concept of money and your relationship with money is so huge. And I'm going to do another episode about that because I feel like there's so much to talk about that when it comes to money and your relationship with money and how 
you need to change your relationship with money to start manifesting money easier to you and doing less work. But that's for another video. I mean, another video, but that's for another podcast episode. But I remember, uh, I bet you guys at this point, you guys are like, can you just get to the story? I'm over here like going on different tangents. But okay, so she came in, whatever. She was like, don't you go to work? Like, don't you go to school? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, how don't, I was like, how don't you work? And no, I had asked her, how do you work part-time only? Like, how don't you work full-time? And she's like, what do you mean? She was like, I just work enough hours. And like, yeah, I still have money. Because mind you, Kelly would be going on vacation, bro. Like, she'd be traveling, like, left and right. So I would always be so confused. I'd be like, bro, how does she have money to travel? And she lived by herself. Mind you, I was living with family, even though I was paying bills in my house, as if I was living alone. But um, she was like living alone. Well, not living alone. I think she lived with her boyfriend, but she was, you know, she had a rent. She was going to college and she was traveling left and right. And I'm like, bro, how does this girl do it? Like, tell me your secret. And I remember that day. And this is the day that changed it for me, Um, like changed my whole mindset. I remember that day. She's like, what do you mean? Like, I uh, I go to school full time and I just work part time and I have like enough money. What do you mean? And I remember she told me, what did she tell me? She told me that like she just had enough money, like basically that she just had enough money to do it and that she only worked part time. And basically she was just telling me, like, yeah, I can never work full time. Like, how do you do? How do you work full time? And you're going to school full time, like you don't even have enough time to do anything. And I was like, yeah, I don't have enough time to do anything. But me over here, so proud that I was working full time and going to, you know, school full time. But she was basically saying like, yeah, no, I don't work full time. And like, she was like, so relaxed about it. And me over here, I'm over here stressed in my mind working full time and not even having time to go on vacation or relax. And here is Kelly, my coworker, who is working part time, living her best life, traveling. And then on top of that, she like lives by herself. So, you know, she had bills. And I remember I had asked her that day too, like, what are your bills? Like, how much money do you pay in bills? And I was like asking her all these questions because I was so confused at the concept that you could work less like I I didn't understand the concept that you could work less and still make enough money to like sustain like a like a good living life you know like in my mind I had the concept that you had to work so hard and you had to like grind because that was my like growing up my mom did that like you know my mom worked two jobs like she was always grinding and like you know to like make ends meet and I feel like I had this perception in my head and until that day that me and Kelly had that conversation I remember I was like what and I was like she's over here working part-time living alone not with family like I am and she's still going on vacations and she still has money like what and she's still going to college. Like, I feel like that day, and I had asked her that day again. I had asked her that day, like, bro, what are your bills? Like, can you, like, tell me low-key? And, like, she was really transparent with it. And, like, she, like, told me, like, yeah, dude, like, you need to go part-time. She was like, that sounds stressful. Like, I don't know how you do it. Like, I could never. And when she said that, I was like, oh, my God. Like, 
what have I been doing this whole time? And I feel like that was a huge moment for me because I feel like I was just so bamboozled and baffled that I was living this whole time like, you know, in stress and working my butt off and like doing all this stuff. And I didn't know that there was an easier route. Like, I don't know why, but I just didn't know that there was an easier route to do it, right? So that day changed it a lot for me. And I feel like that day kind of went into my mindset. And I was just like, Melissa, why are you working so much? I was working so much, yet I was enjoying nothing of life at all. And I know I went into like a long tangent about that little story with Kelly, but I am so thankful for that conversation that I had with her that day because I feel like it truly opened my eyes to realizing that like money isn't everything, like experience is everything. Like I remember feeling really inspired by the fact that like she worked like part-time and she traveled so much And I remember feeling so inspired and I was like, why the fuck can't I do that? Like, what? Like, why can't I work less and travel more? Like, what? Like, why am I not doing that? You know? And I feel like I just questioned so much that day. And I was like, why am I so like, I start like, oh my gosh, I remember I had a whole like little awakening that day. And I was like, why am I working so much? And why am I not enjoying all my like stuff that like I'm working for. Like I'm not even enjoying the money. Like I had so much money saved at that time. I remember I had so much freaking money saved. All I kept on doing with all that money was just saving, 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 saving. And I was enjoying none of that money at all. None of that money. And I just remember thinking to myself that day, like, money is not everything. Like money is not everything at all. And I remember after that day, that same shift, actually, I was like, fuck this. Like I was so, (laughs) I was so like bamboozled by the fact, like by that conversation that me and her had. And I was just like, like I I was hyping myself up. I'm like, bro, I'm gonna quit this job. I'm gonna get a part-time job. And I started like thinking of ways that I can make money but work part-time and still make the same amount of money working part-time that I would work full-time, if that makes sense. So like my plan was, I think I was making, I don't remember, honestly, it was so long ago, but I don't remember how much money I was making during that time. But I think it was like, let's say for example, like I think it was like 11, 11, $12, 10 to $12 within that range. And I remember I was like, what if I just get a job that's like $14, $15 that's part-time and then it would like equal out to the same amount of time, like the same amount of money that I would make at my hotel job working full-time. So I was like, think smarter, not harder. And then that same day, I remember I was looking for jobs and Long story short, I found a nanny job that was like $14, $15 part-time and I made a little tiny bit less. I think it was like $100 less than what I made at the my hotel job and I quit my hotel job. My I quit my hotel job and I ended up working as a nanny part-time and when I tell you that was the biggest transformation of my life, oh my god, that was the hugest transformation of my life. I remember 
that day, like when it happened, I was so scared. I was like, I'm not going to work full time anymore. Like I've never experienced not working full time. I've worked full time from the age of 17 years old. And even though it hadn't been like a long time, but I was like, I'm not used to working part time. Like this is going to be weird. And I remember when I started working part time and still having enough money and I was going on vacations more, you know, I was embodying Kelly's energy, you know, I was going on like a vacations more, not working full time. And I felt so freaking empowered working part time because guess what? I had so much freaking time on my hands. I had so much time on my hands and I was like, wow, like, why was I not thinking about this before? Like, why was I not working part-time like like what like why did I think that full-time was the only way to do it you know and I think it was because think I don't think I know it was because growing up I saw my mom working two jobs and still not having enough to make ends meet you know like we were still I would like we weren't struggling. Nah, we were struggling. <laughs> we'll be here trying to make it sound better than what it was, but like we were struggling. We weren't starving, you know. My mom always made sure we had like food on our plate. Made sure we always had everything we needed. But like when it came to like once, it was like we didn't have the luxury of once sometimes, you know. And I feel like I had such a fear with money and like seeing my mom do that, I feel like it registered in my head that the only way to make money is by working your ass off, just like my mom worked her butt off. And once again, that's for another episode because I will go all day about money and like your connection with your parents about money and like how that influences the way you are and how to get out of that. That's, that's definitely for another episode. I need to write that down episode about money and parents. Um, but I remember that day I felt, or after that day and going to a nanny job, I remember feeling so much more happier in life. Oh my gosh. My depression, even though I was still depressed by that time, don't get me wrong, my depression was still there, but it was less. I felt less stressed. I felt less anxious all the time. I had more time to focus on my studies. I had more time to enjoy life. I was going on vacation left and right. My days felt like I could do way more in my days. Like I remember I was going to the gym when I was in the hotel. I was going to the gym only like a couple times a week. But when I was a part-time nanny, I was going to the gym every single day. Like I was, I just, I had so much more time and I just felt so like empowered. And I feel like since my version of success in my mind was money, 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 because I had that perception of like always chasing money. Society tells you to always chase money. I feel like I was so depressed and I lived in such a depressing life. And I feel like it wasn't until I altered that and I had that conversation with Kelly that really put my mind into like a loop of like, you can do that. You can work part-time, you can work less time and have more time to enjoy yourself. And I feel like that's the thing, that success 
makes us feel or like this dream life of success makes us feel like we have to follow that makes us feel that if we're not working 40 hours a week, if we're not busting our butt, if we're not this like grind culture, this hustling energy, then we're not successful. And that's just not the truth at all. And I just feel like overall, we live in a society that often equates success with material possessions. But the truth is that the dream life is not just about having the designer clothes or fancy cars or latest gadgets or whatever you know it's about finding joy and fulfillment in what we do every single day and I remember the transition from me working full-time to me working part-time my happiness and my joy and my fulfillment in life skyrocketed through the roof because I was like wow like this is what it is to actually live life and not like working all the time and actually have time to do what you actually enjoy doing, like your hobbies and and just like binge watching shows and like, you know, like, like learning new things or like implementing new things into your schedule. Like, wow, this is what it's like. It was just such an eye-opening experience to transform from that full-time to part-time because I truly, I feel like that was the first step for me to realizing that life isn't all about the money. And I feel as if I was chasing so much of the money and I feel as if now that I work, now that I've transitioned from working part-time to working for myself, I have this even bigger transition a feeling fulfillment in my life because I'm doing things that I actually enjoy now. And don't get me wrong. I know like some people are going to be like, how'd you do it? Like, how'd you go from like working full-time to part-time and then part-time to working for yourself? It was, it was not an easy like thing to do. And there were months in the beginning of my journey of doing it where I struggled to make ends meet. Like I struggled to pay my bills. I struggled because, you know, trial and error when when you're starting to work for yourself, it's not uh, overnight. Like I know a lot of people might think like working for yourself is like an like some people may think like it's like they want it like rich fast, like get rich quick type of thing but it takes time like to do it and in the process of it taking time it might mean not having enough money but that's the beauty of it I feel like I've become so detached with money and riches that I didn't even care like I remember quitting my part-time job and the thing that made me quit my job I was working at Olive Garden so let me tell you a little a little story about that so I was working at Olive Garden and I was working as a part-time server and I was making I was making good money I guess but I was just it was just still draining work work is work you know like if you're working a job whether it's a nine-to-five whether it's a part-time job if you're working for anyone in general despite if it's a part-time or full-time that shit is draining 
no matter what it is. It's draining because you're working for someone else. You're checking in, like clocking in, clocking out. You have to deal with customers. Like if you're working a customer service job, you have to deal with rude ass people sometimes, rude customers. And if you're a server, oh, you know how that is. Oh my gosh. If you're a server, I've never been a server in my life. I my Olive Garden job was my first serving job. And when I tell you, <laughs> like serving jobs is not for the week. I, I promise you, it's not for the week. Dude, that job truly is like, bro, that, oh my God, that job was like definitely a simulation game. Like that job was just so unreal. Like serving jobs are just crazy. Like you do so much physical labor. You do so much running back and forth. You deal with so many different kind of people. Oh my God. I have, I had people yelling at me. I had people being mean to me, like in my face, mean to me. Like I had to deal with so many things. And do you, oh my God, that it was so draining. Do you not understand how draining it is to deal with so many different kind of people every single day people who are mad people who some people hated their lives and I just could tell because they were just so bitter and so angry and they just had no sense of the happiness in them whatsoever and you have to deal with all that and and dealing with so many energies every single day in customer service jobs it is so freaking draining and I feel like there was this time period while I was working there and I would right before work right before I would go into my shift I would kind of like I would kind of like mentally prepare for it because I was like oh, like I'm about to deal with hella people today like let's just get this money like let's just get this like money this bag and like dip like you know and I feel like I was just so just mentally not there half of the time too Cause I feel like when you're a server, you have to like put up this act. It's literally like you're like playing. It's like you're acting, bro. Like if we're being honest, like being a server is like you're acting. Like you're like, hi, how are you today? Like welcome in. Like can I get you started with a drink? And you have to like put on this persona, even if you're feeling like it's like the worst day of your life, even if you're depressed, even if you're dealing with so much shit. Like you have to like quick like turn on the little acting script, and you have to you know, work and get your tips and stuff like that. And that is so draining. It is so freaking draining. And I remember before my shifts, I would do this little ritual, not ritual, but I would just do this little like routine in my car where I would just be like, okay, it's going to be a good day. You're going to get this money. You're going to get in, get out. And that's it. Like, don't think about anything else, whatever, whatever. And I remember I got to this point where I was just like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing with my life right now? Like, I wasn't going to school. I was just working a part-time job. I was just working to, like, pay my bills. And I was just like, is this what I want for the rest of my life? Like, is this what I want for the rest of my life? I wasn't doing anything on the side. I wasn't pursuing my career. Or, like, not. I wasn't pursuing, like, any career or working towards anything. I kind of was just, like, just living for the vibes, you know? But I feel like I came to this realization where I was like, what am I doing? Like, like I don't want to be here. Like, I know that this is not what I want as my end goal. I know this is not what I want for my, like, life. But I'm not even doing anything 
like behind closed doors or I'm not even doing like anything to pursue something that I actually want to do. And like I started questioning my life and questioning all these things. And I was like, that's when it came up. Like, what does dream life, my dream life look like for me? You know? And that's when you have to get real with yourself. If you're working a job right now that you hate or you feel like you're unfulfilled at this job or you feel like there just has to be something better out there for you in life, you're not alone. I felt that same exact way. And I feel you just have to like truly question what you want out of life and I feel like it wasn't until I started questioning myself and questioning what I truly want out of life that I made a decision to quit that job and I remember I I was mentally preparing for it I remember me and my boyfriend we were going on this road trip to Colorado we both had always wanted to go to Colorado we both always like I've never seen snow and I've never seen um, like a cold, like somewhere cold, like really cold. And I was like, I, I've always wanted to go to Colorado. It's always been a dream of mine. And we were going to take a road trip over there. And I remember the weeks leading up to it, I was like, you know what, Melissa, like after Colorado, you're not going to work this job anymore. And I started mentally preparing for it. And I started telling myself like, as we're going through this job, let's pretend mentally like we're already putting our two weeks in and like we're already working. And these two weeks before you go onto the trip that you're working, it's going to be as if it's your last two weeks because you're not doing this anymore. Like this is not your dream life. You hate this job. You feel it depletes you of your energy. You go into the job. And even though I only worked four hours a day, like you'd think four hours a day is nothing, but bro, four hours a day as a server feels like freaking like a 12 hour shift, bro. Oh my God, it feels horrible. But I remember going on vacation and going to Colorado and feeling like I was feeling high off of life. I was happy to be on the road. I was happy that I wasn't working. I was so happy in the mountains like escaping from life like in the mountains we we had camped out in the rocky mountains and we had camped like we we had camped like in a campground in the mountains and we set up camp set up our tent and we slept up there and I felt so happy I felt like I was escaping from my life I felt like I was in a fever dream because I was like living out my childhood dream of visiting Colorado and I was doing it with like someone I love and I've always dreamed of this like it felt like I was fulfilling a dream of mine and at the same time I had this feeling of nostalgic and like feeling of I just had this feeling of knowing that this is the life that I wanted to pursue like in those moments of being in the mountains and looking out in the mountains and sitting by the tent and just thinking like wow like life like right now life feels so like I feel so at bliss and I feel like I could conquer the world and I've never felt that way before 
I promise you, I've never felt that way before. The the way I felt in Colorado, I've never felt that way in my entire life. I felt like I could do anything. I felt like I could conquer the world. I felt like I was just this little itty bitty person in that I could do anything I put my mind to because I was finally out of this state of work, work, work. Okay, go to a job, clock in, clock out. Okay. And like it sometimes working makes you feel so little too. And it makes your mind closed minded to the possibility that your dreams can even be a reality. And I remember telling myself and like doing a voice memo. I don't know. I do this thing where I always do voice memos and I like listen back to them. It's kind of like me talking to myself. It's kind of like diary entries, but like voice memo version. And I remember making a voice memo that day and saying, Melissa, this is the life like this right here, the way you're feeling right now here, this is the life that you want to live. Like you want to travel, you want to like see what the world has to offer. You want to visit all these beautiful places. You want to camp out and go in a tent and just see the world. Like this is your happiness right here. This is what you want to do. You don't want to work a job, even if it is part time. Like, no, you want to have freedom. That's what you want. You just want freedom. And in that moment, in that Colorado trip, I found what my version of dream, my version of a dream life looked like to me. In that moment, I was like, this is it. Like, this is it. Like, I've never, I never felt so certain about anything more than I did in that moment. I was like, this is my dream life. And I felt this energy too. I felt this energy of passion and happiness. And I just knew, I just knew I was like, this is it. Like, this is my dream life. Like, this is what I want to do. I want to travel the world. I want to see all these national parks. I want to hike all these national parks because me and my boyfriend hiked a 10 mile hike mind you we hiked a 10 mile freaking hike and I can't even believe I'm saying that but like that was my first time hiking mind you I've never hiked before in my life like I've done little tiny ones but not really like a hike hike and that was my first time hiking and I I hiked 10 miles it took us like six hours I think seven hours I don't know but during that hike low-key was a struggle the whole hike because I, my stamina and like you know the air's like thin over there so like the altitude or whatever but by the time I got to the top of the hike I don't know if you've ever hiked and if you've ever hiked a long time and you finally make it to your destination you know what that feeling feels like it's like this adrenaline and it's like this rush and it's just like Yes, like it's like this feeling of accomplishment when you finally make it to the top and you're like, I made it. Like all that struggle and like me tired and me just wanting to go back and sit down like and feel comfortable again. Like it was worth it because I made it to the top and the top at the top, the view is beautiful. Like it's a view that I've never, I would have never seen in my life if I didn't do that hike. And I can't even begin to explain to you guys the feeling that I felt in that trip. And I remember coming back from that trip. I quit my job. I didn't even go back to my job after that trip because I was like, nah, I'm done. Like, I'm done. And that decision for me was such like a bittersweet feeling because I feel like I was very scared. Trust me. You don't think I was scared? Like, trust me. I was so scared because I was like, 
oh my gosh, like I'm going to quit my stable job that brings me income. But I was like, nah, I got to do it. I have to do it. And I just did it. I didn't go back. I was like, I can't go back, especially after that trip. Hell no, I can't go back. No, I just can't. Like, I refuse to go back. I refuse to do this. I'm going to find a way to make money and become like a, you know, like a self-employed person, like become my own boss and I'm going to make it work. And guess what? A year later of making it work and I've fulfilled so much beyond what I would have ever imagined to fulfill in my life and all my manifestations are coming into place and all my dreams are coming into a reality into my current reality and I just can't begin to explain the fact that finding your own dream life is so important and finding your own version of a dream life is so important And if I would have followed society's dream life, if I would have followed my my family members or my loved one's version of a dream life, I would have never made it to this point. And that's what I'm trying to explain to you guys is that my dream life, like my version of a dream life is being able to work remotely, being able to travel the world wherever I want to go being able to see beautiful scenic places that a lot of people rarely ever get to see and all of that is like adrenaline to me I don't care for the big cars expensive cars I don't care for the big house and you know all these materialistic things I don't even care about like designer clothes like I don't care about any of that stuff like my main dream and what I vision as a dream life is just traveling and I just love experience like that's my version of a dream life is just experience being able to explore new things and new foods and new cultures and seeing places that I've never seen before that's my version of a dream life and you may relate to that that may be your version of a dream life or they may that may not be your version of a dream life and that's okay My point of this is that everyone's version of a dream life is different. And you need to understand that your version of a dream life is allowed to not be what society tells you or what your family tells you or what your loved one tells you or what like social media and TV tells you. And a good journal prompt to write about that I wrote about is what does my dream life look like for me? Or in five, 10 years, if someone told me that I was living my dream life, what would that look like? And write it out, leave all the external factors out of it, leave what society, what everyone tells you dream life is, and truly look into your inner self Look into your inner child. What do you remember your inner child always dreaming that your life would look like? And truly dig deep. And while you're writing that, read it over and realize that even if your dream life doesn't look like what the standard dream life is, 
that's okay. And you just have to understand that it's okay for other people not to understand your version of a dream life. They're not supposed to. You know how many people I tell my dream life, like what my dream life looks like to me, like traveling the world, like all doing all these things. And they're like, that's what you want to do. Like, that's your dream life. Or like they question it and they're like, really? Like, you don't want to go to college. You don't want to get a job. You don't want to do. No, I don't want to do that. That's not my dream life. Like that may be your dream life, but it's not mine. And just overall figuring that out. And once again, you can listen to my other episode, Finding Your Own Path. And in that episode, I kind of le- kind of go into detail of like tips on how to help you find your own path and tips on to help you find what you have a passion for. But overall, it just starts with self-reflection and introspection and that simple journal prompt that I just told you can help you identify what truly makes you happy and what truly makes you feel fulfilled in life. And I feel as if if you feel like your dream life is too big, if you feel like your dream life is not achievable, I promise you, you are so wrong because never in a million years I would have thought that I would be living my dream life. Never in a million years I would think that I would be working for myself and actually doing this and actually being able to pursue everything I've always wanted to pursue in terms of my version of it. And here I am doing exactly that. And here I am to share with you that no matter what your dream life is, whether it is riches and living the big life and living like the big life in the sense of like what everyone says, like whether it is that, like whether you do want to be famous, even if you do want to be famous, that's okay too. Like even if your dream life is the standard dream life, like of like riches, getting famous, okay, cool that's okay too and that's not too big of a dream either but if your dream life is a more simple dream life and you feel like scared or you feel judged or you feel like that can't be your life because so many people are telling you that you need to want more fuck them fuck everyone who tells you who tries to project their version of a dream life onto you and just understand that you can set realistic goals and take actionable step towards achieving your version of a dream life so i just want to end off this episode with saying that i hope you well first off that i hope you enjoyed our conversation about dream life and how it's different for everyone but i also just want to say to remember that it's never too late to start pursuing your own dreams and your own version of the dream life. Even if you're young, even if you're 50 years old, 70 years old, I've and you know something, and this is what I want to tell you too. Just a little, a little 
like a, a mini story is that I remember on that hike while I was in Colorado and something that inspired me to on that hike, there was a man, mind you, I was like, I remember I had told my boyfriend, like, if we can take a break. And by that time, we had started seeing more people on trail. And I remember telling him like, hey, can we take a break? I'm tired. Like, I'm hella tired. Like, I need a break for a second. So while we were sitting down, taking a break, this old guy, I bet you he was like 60, 70 years old. And mind you, at that point, we were like close to the end of the trail. So this was like mile nine, I think. This old guy, bro, hefty walk, speddy walk, bro. He was walking so like at such a good pace. Meanwhile, me, young person, 21 years old. I Was it? Yeah, I was 21 at the time. 21 years old over here on the side like gasping for air trying to like get my catch my breath again this old man speddy walk past me and he stops and he's like tired huh (laughs) and I was like yes how are you not tired like what like how are you not tired and he was like and like we just like talked to him for a little bit and I forgot where he told us he was from but he had told us that he like hikes a lot and that like he has like he, obviously he has like so much stamina he's like yeah I've been, I, I think he had told us he had been on this hike before and he said it was a little difficult but he was like yeah it's not too bad and he was like you'll get you'll you'll make it to the top like you'll do it he was like super like um super optimistic and like really nice to us and I was just so amazed that this man and you can tell he was old he had like gray hairs he was walking so steady yet I was over here young and like tired out of my mind and I couldn't do it and I remember he told us once again that he like had traveled all over the world like he had been to so many hikes and I remember feeling so inspired by him that day because I was like dang he's seven years seven probably like 60 70 years old I don't know how old he was but he had gray hairs he was super old well not super old whatever he was old and he had been on so many hikes traveling the world and here I was at 21 years old feeling like my dream was too big and that I was I had already like I was too late in my life and I couldn't like change my path And feeling so close-minded at the fact that, like, my dream can be a reality. And here this guy was, older than I was, and still having so much optimism, so much stamina to be going up that hike. And I remember feeling so inspired that day. And I hope that story inspires you to think to yourself that it's never too late. It's never too late. No matter what age you are. It is never too late to start pursuing your own version of the dream life. I hope you love this episode. I love you guys so freaking much. Please don't forget to comment in the Q&A and in the polls that I have at the end of every episode because I love being able to engage with you guys and hear how you guys like the episode. Even if you're someone new, 
please write in the Q&A and answer my Q&A question. Tell me how you like the episode. Sometimes it's asking how you like the episode. Sometimes it's asking you a question specifically about the episode. But please, please engage my people who have been listening to this and following along with my podcast, please engage in that. And my new people, my new listeners, please engage in that as well. Because of course, I would love to see who you are and who's listening to me. But once again, I just want to motivate you guys and to inspire you guys through my own story and through my own life that it's not too big to live your dream life. No dream is too big. Like if you think, if you can, if you know that there's someone out there living your dream life, then how is it a dream life if they're living your life? Like what's different from you and them? Nothing. Even though, yes, there are some people who have some advantages, like they grew up into a, like, famous family or like they have wealth and money I grew up from nothing I grew up in poverty so what's your excuse you know like you have no excuse there have been millionaires that grew up from nothing there have been people who is currently living your dream life and you're thinking it's too big to live your dream life and they probably there's someone out there who has started where you have started or or a storyline that is long the same thing. So once again, your dream life is never too big. If there's someone living your dream life out there right now, then it's a possibility for you to do it. It's not even a possibility. It is a thing for you to do. Like it's, there's no reason for you not to do it. It's a possibility for you to be able to live your version of a dream life. Forget what everyone else thinks that their dream life is. Forget what everyone else says the dream life is. And just truly do some self-reflection and see and find out what your version of a dream life is. And I promise you, I promise you, No dream is too big and I'm manifesting and sending you love, light, abundance, so much optimism through this podcast episode right now. I'm sending it over to you. Grab it through the microphone. Grab it through whatever you're listening to. Grab it through your ears and truly take that energy in and know that you're going to manifest your dream life. And I know you are, and I can't wait to hear about it. And I can't wait for you to update me about you living your dream life. Anyways, I love you guys so much. And please tune in next week for my next episode on Tuesday. And I can't wait to see you guys next time. Don't forget the Q&A again. I love you guys so much.